Hello and welcome to the Ohio High School Hoops Around the State podcast. This is Kurt Stubbs um, coming to you on a Wednesday evening. Um, really had anticipated getting this uh, Division One and Division Three, so 15, uh, 15 more games tonight. One of the Division One semifinals will be played tomorrow night at the Ohio Dominican Regional. That is uh, Westerville Central and Thomas Worthington. But we got seven Division One regional semis tonight, and we got eight Division Three regional semis. Um, yesterday, uh, you know, I wanted to get on here, but after uh, the news that uh, Mr. Jerry Snodgrass uh, informed us that uh, it would be limited spectators and uh, the tournament would still continue, but limited spectators, um, and I don't want to get into all that. I, I'm sure you guys have done enough reading and researching. Uh, it just was... You know, for somebody that's followed this uh, for as long as I have and many others have followed it even longer, uh, it was kind of a deflating day, if you will. Um, I guess the anticipation every year is, uh, as we follow this, you know, who who is going to be those 16 teams that show up in Columbus for the Final Four in their respective divisions? So it's always just... Uh, Usually the anticipation is better than the actual thing, so uh, just always looking forward to that. And yesterday was, um, yeah, to be honest, you know, perfectly. To be perfectly honest, it was uh, it was rather deflating to to hear that news. Um, you know, for players, uh, extended family and friends, and uh, the kids that uh, go to school with the with the players and. Just everybody involved, um, you know, not to be able to fully get to share in this moment. Uh, this, you know, for some of these guys, this is a once-in-a-lifetime moment. Uh, they would never be uh, athletically on a bigger stage than this. And for some of these guys, this is this is maybe their last uh, sport that they ever play um, outside of intramurals or over 30 league or something like that. So, uh, you know, it's I feel sad for those people. Um, everybody involved. Uh, obviously, the OHSA had to make a tough decision. Um, and in leadership, <laughs> the, the, the decision you make is not always the popular decision, but uh, you know, you're, you're trying to make the right decision, which is best for everybody involved. Uh, and obviously taking that um, strong urging from Governor DeWine in consideration is just it's a tough situation for everybody involved. Um, you can see both sides of the coin. Um, you know, people people are upset and, and rightfully so. But um, you know, the OHSA had to make a decision on the information they had uh, that would best be suited for the safety and well-being of everybody involved. Uh, because you know, with social media, the news, and every everybody else with with opinions. There's so much bad information that goes around and um, people really just don't even know what to believe anymore or who, who is trying to uh, come with an agenda or whatnot. So it's just when something is real, uh, people have a hard time believing it. And, and, and even if it's not real, uh, people question things as well. So, you know, let's not let's not any of us uh, 
pretend like we're experts on this and just kind of uh, try to have wisdom and, and listen to people that are informed and not everybody that, that has an opinion is informed. So try to use wisdom in these situations. And, and as a Christian man, I um, you know try to use wisdom as often as I can. Um, and, you know, again, the OHSAA is taking precaution uh, and people ultimately, if, if this does end up being something um, bigger than what uh, a lot of people think, um, you know, that they made the right decision to, to take precaution. Um, you know, as again, as a Christian man, uh, you know, we're to prepare for things like this, but but not to fear them. Um, but that is from a, you know, individual standpoint that we're talking about a leader uh, of an organization that has a lot of people uh, that are, that he is um, ahead of and accountable for. So um, hats off to those guys at the OHSA for making a extremely tough decision and one that is not popular. It, it isn't. Uh, and I'm somebody that, you know, is saddened and um, deflated by this, but uh, empty gyms. I mean, it's not going to be completely empty, but uh, it's not, you know, basketball, sports in general, or to me about the, obviously the players on the court, but the atmosphere, uh, the crowd, the hype, uh, and everything that's involved in it is what makes sports so great. But, um, you know, sometimes uh, there's just difficult situations and adversity that come up, and, uh, you know, we, we will... Uh, as a country, as a community, as a family, as individuals, um, we'll get through this. But I just uh, just ask that you you use wisdom, guys, and not you know believe everything you hear, but also be smart and, and use that wisdom that God has given you uh, to to make sound decisions. But um, with that being said, uh, I do want to preview these uh, 15 games tonight and. I'll do the Division Two, which uh, is tomorrow night. The eight semifinals are tomorrow night in Division Two, along with the aforementioned Westerville Central Thomas Worthington game. So let's start. Uh, we'll go Division Three first uh, in Dayton at six fifteen tonight. We got Cincinnati Hills Christian Academy going against Deer Park. Deer Park, your two thousand eighteen state champs. Cincinnati Hills Christian Academy. Uh, knocked off her sales in the district. Uh, they're on a very long winning streak. Uh, Cole Fisher, um, Blake Lloyd, the Sutherlands, it's, it's a really good team. Uh, Deer Park is uh, a team led by Stephen Gentry Jr. Uh, Coach Gentry, they haven't lost in quite a while. So this will be uh, a very good matchup in the first game. In the second game, you got Dayton Stivers. Uh, who knocked off a team in the district in Cincinnati Taft that, uh, to be honest with you, um, I thought had a legitimate chance to win it all. Uh, Stivers was able to get them, though, uh, and they will take on the Anna Rockets. And it was in the regional last year out of the Shelby County Athletic League. The Rockets got a lot of experience, um, especially at this level. And, uh, you know, I think... Uh, you know, Stivers is obviously very good. Uh, you don't beat Cincinnati Taft and not be good. But, you know, if you're looking strictly uh, off experience, you got Deer Park with some deep tournament run experience, and you got Anna 
with some deep tournament running experience in Stivers as well. Uh, Anna beat Stivers last year in the regional semis uh, before Anna lost to <clears throat> Purcell Marion. So this is a rematch of last year's uh, regional semifinals. So Anna got them last year. So we'll see what happens tonight. But that is Dayton. Uh, in Canton, we got Creston Norway against Warrensville Heights, who had a wild district, a 196 win over Fairview Park Fairview in overtime in the semis, and then needing overtime to beat Elyria Catholic. Ramel Arnold has just been absolutely on fire for the Tigers. Uh, he's putting up um, just an unbelievable run here in the tournament, and they get Norway tonight. Uh, Atwater Waterloo uh, is against LeBray at the 8 p.m. game. You know, I took a, I didn't know a whole lot about Waterloo. So I kind of did a little investigation, checked out some videos, did some reading on these guys. And, uh, you know, this team's big. They got some size. Um, so they'll be interesting in this. They're, they're the team that I'm curious about in this region. Uh, they got LeBray tonight. Uh, and then, um, like I said, the first game there is Norway and Warrensville Heights. Last week in my district preview of Division Three, or actually, I think it was, yeah, my district preview of Division Three, uh, the team that came out of Bedford was the one that I said that I would be shocked if they don't make it to Columbus, and I still stand with that. Uh, I still believe that uh, Warrensville Heights uh, will be the team that comes out of here, but I really am intrigued by this Waterloo team to see um, how this shakes out. But, you know, I'm still going with Warrensville Heights here. Uh, at Ohio University, you got the defending state champs, the Harvest Prep Warriors, against Chillicothe Zane Trace. And then you've got Ridgewood and Fairland at 8 p.m. Really interested in this Harvest Prep Zane Trace game at 6.15. Uh, Harvest Prep escaped Worthington Christian. Um, on a foul call there at the end, C.J. Anthony knocked down free throws to win that game against Warren Worthington Christian uh, in what was a, a very good battle. Uh, so you got the defending state champs uh, against the talented team uh, led by head coach Gary Kello, uh, former Chillicothe Cavs coach. I believe he had a stint at Logan as well. Um, Cam Evans against C.J. Anthony. This should be a nice uh, matchup tonight. Uh, you got to still give Harvest Prep the edge. They got that, you know, they just got that the winner's win, as you say, as people say. And, uh, you know, until somebody beats the champ and uh, C.J. Anthony just kind of seems like he's on a mission here to get this team back to, back to the state tournament. Um, I would still put them as a slight favorite, but Zane Trace is, um, is sneaky good. And in the second game, you got Ridgewood against Proctorville Fairland. Fairland has had a really good season. Uh, and, you know, they got a lot of kids that are underclassmen on this team as well. Ridgewood, I've mentioned before, an incredible last year for them. State baseball finals, so state runner-up in baseball. Football, they make it to the regional finals. They were undefeated heading into that game before losing to Ironton. And then here we are in basketball um, in the regional semis after getting through that uh, East District. So Ridgewood and Fairland will close it out tonight at the Convocation Center on the campus of Ohio University. And in a Bowling Green tonight, 
You got Metamore Evergreen against Johnstown Monroe out of the Columbus District heading up to Bowling Green. Johnstown Monroe uh, getting out of one of the district, two districts at Columbus. Johnstown Monroe went to Bowling Green, Harvest Prep to Ohio University. And then in the second game, you got Colonel Crawford against Ottawa Glandorf. Evergreen is riding a long winning streak. Um, Johnstown Monroe, you know, probably not um, maybe a month or so ago, a team that many of the the experts, if you will, would have thought would have been in regional play. But, uh, boy, they, <laughs> they, they are just consistent. The Johnnies are consistent. Um, you know, getting out, they knocked off undefeated North Union to get out of the district. Uh, now they get a shot to knock off another team with a long winning streak and Metamora Evergreen, Jerry Kiefer's team. Uh, and then in that second game, Colonel Crawford, Dave Sheldon's team uh, against Tyson McLaughlin's Ottawa Glendorf Titans, who I think of the uh, 16 teams remaining in Division Three, that would be my favorite to win it all. But, uh, you know, I also had in mind uh, about a week ago that, uh, you know, Taft was in that conversation as well. And just to kind of show you how difficult Ohio is at times, you know, Taft doesn't even get out of the district. But, you know, right now, Ottawa Glendorf is my favorite. I, I like their guard. You know, they can shoot the ball. Uh, they got size with Westrick and Nichols. They even got size at the guard on the wings as well. And, uh, you know, this team's only lost one game, which is the undefeated Shawnee. So uh, Dave Sheldon has done a great job getting Colonel Crawford to the regional. Uh, but, uh, you know, I think he's up against the tall order, literally and figuratively, tonight against the Titans. Um, so looking through this, uh, I'm going to go out of date and I'm going to go Anna. Uh, I think the Rockets are going to find a way to get out of that region. Uh, I'm going to go Warrensville Heights out of Canton. I'm going to go Harvest Prep out of Har Ohio University, and I'm going to go Ottawa Glendorf out of Bowling Green. All right, let's kick it over to Division I. Uh, Cleveland State. We've got the Canton McKinley Bulldogs, the Pups, back in the regional, uh, and they take on Shaker Heights. And then in the second game there at 8 o'clock, you've got the third matchup of the season between the Menor Cardinals and Medina. So this should be... Uh, this should be two really good games. Canton McKinley and Shaker Heights, man, athletic, the athleticism, physicality that'll be on the floor in this game. And then Menor and Medina, man, wow. Uh, they've played two high-scoring contests. Uh, Medina won the first one. Menor wins the second one and a close one. Uh, so, man, this is going to be this is going to be a really really good game tonight again. Uh, third and rubber match between these two teams. Uh, Kent McKinley is, is hot, beating a really good Uniontown Green team to get out of the district. Uh, beat Boardman before that. Second straight year, I believe, they beat Boardman. Um, so those are your two games there, uh, which should be two very good games at the Wolstein Center tonight. Uh, at Akron, one-game deal, 7 p.m. You got Lakewood St. Ed's and Lorraine. This is another rematch. Uh, Lakewood St. Ed's won this game earlier in the year by, I think, about 13 points. Uh, Lorraine starting to get healthy. Uh, got the junior guard, Seth Wilson, with a lot of tournament experience at St. Vincent St. Mary's. Has a state championship, a state runner-up in Division I last year, now at Lorraine. Uh, 
but you got St. Ed's with all that experience. You got <clears throat> Foster, you got Huffman, and you got Blanton, three guys that have been to the to the state tournament twice already and looking for a third trip and looking to get the job done this time if they're able to get there. The other half of this region, the semifinals tonight at 7, Lima Senior against Toledo Start. Uh, Toledo Start, man, what a great story the last two years, man. They've done such a great job uh, being consistent. They're back in a regional against Quincy Simpsons. Uh, Lima Senior squad led by Josiah Fulcher and Jameer Simpson, uh, former Pickerington Central players. Side note. Um, Ohio Dominican tonight. Rematch again. Uh, you got Walnut Ridge against Hilliard Bradley. Walnut Ridge got Bradley the first time. A lot of people were very surprised by this. Uh, so we'll see if if uh, the Ridge can uh, pull the repeat here against uh, the Jaguars of Bradley. Um, you know, I look at this game and uh, I saw Ridge on Saturday against uh, Gahanna. Boy, the physicality that Ridge plays with. Um, the buy-in that they have on the defensive end, they're just really tough to score on with when you got Ross and you got Von Cameron Davis, those guys just play so hard and um Keon Magwood there uh on the perimeter and their role guys are really stepped up and just will sell out for the team, boy, but they just get it done on defense. Just really hard to score on. And, and so is Bradley. You know, that's why this game was low scoring. The last time, a very tight game. Um, you know, I feel like at some point, um, something's got to give for Bradley. Two years ago, they're on the doorstep. Um, you know, they get, I'd say, upset by Pickerington Central. Central was uh, 500 at one point that season, uh, and they ended up getting Bradley in the in the regional final, a team that was loaded with uh, – Braden Norris and Isaiah Spielman and um, a young Matt Alaco who is still there. So I just feel like something, you know, they've been they've been on the doorstep last year. They got upset uh, in the tournament, and um, you know this just this might be the year that Bradley finally gets to that Final Four. Uh, at at Xavier tonight, you got Centerville against Moeller in a rematch. Uh, this was a regional final game last year. Centerville, really young, big, talented, and young. Um, you know, they do have the size that could give Muller some problems tonight. Brooke Cups, you know, one of the best coaches in the state, going up against another one of the best coaches in the state, Carl Kramer. I just think eventually, you know, Muller just has too much um, in this game. Haven't lost since the, the road game at St. Vincent St. Mary's. And, uh, yeah, they're just so well prepared. And I know Centerville will be too, for sure. Uh, but it's just really hard to catch Moeller sleeping. Uh, and, I, you know, they've had – they haven't really had a tournament game this year that's been competitive. Um, I think this game tonight will be competitive for a while. But I do think Moeller eventually will pull away for the win. And then the Lakota East and LaSalle. LaSalle needed overtime to beat uh, – Conference rival St. Xavier in the district final. Lakota East, uh, you know, talking to Corey Albertson, who is uh, my go-to in Cincinnati. You know, he's told me all year that, uh, you know, there's Moeller. And then he thinks, you know, in that next step is is Lakota East. 
Uh, and it would just be great to finally see, you know, that regional final between Moeller and Lakota East. Nate Johnson's had a really uh, good year for for the, uh, the Thunderhawks. Uh, just kind of a breakout year. I mean, he's a big time. Everybody knew he was kind of a big time athlete, but now it's starting to come together on the court uh, as far as production goes this year. So, uh, you know, a molar Lakota East regional final game would be pretty cool. Um, so right now I'm going to go, I'm going to go mentor out of Cleveland state. Um, that Akron Toledo region, I'm going to go Lakewood St. Ed's. Um, I've liked Lakewood St. Ed's from the start of the season to win it all. And I'm going to stay with them. Uh, tonight I like, uh, Hilliard Bradley to get Walnut Ridge in the rematch. And then I got Moeller and Lakota East in the two semis at Xavier tonight. And I'm going to go ahead and pick uh, the other game, Division One, that will be played tomorrow night so I can just strictly talk about D2 tomorrow. Uh, and in that game, you got Thomas Worthington against Westerville Central. Westerville Central uh, led by Kev Martin, who did a great job. Kevin Martin did a great job at Johnstown Monroe before getting this Westerville Central job. Uh, Kevin was obviously a really good player. Westerville North won a state title there in 94. I thought this was a perfect match when Kevin took this job. I think Westerville Central uh, is a sleeping giant, and I think you're just starting to see a tip of the iceberg of what they may eventually become. Uh, but right now, I think Thomas Worthington's time is now. Uh, Solinger, Tyrese Huey, Settles. Um, I just think that they're going to be too much. Uh, if if they are dialed in and focused, they're as good as anybody in Central Ohio. So I think when it all when the dust settles, I think you're going to see a third matchup between Bradley and Thomas Worthington in that uh, regional final at Columbus, and I think eventually. Um, I think Hilliard Bradley is going to find a way to get to Columbus. So I think your final four teams in Division I are Mentor, Eds, Bradley, and Moeller. Um, so I wouldn't take those picks to the bank. That's just where I'm sitting at right now. And as I always say, the card is subject to change. Um, so, you know, follow those great media guys out there covering the games tonight. I know people aren't going to be able to get out, but... There's some really great media guys just trying to help everybody out and um, doing best, doing what's best for kids and um, just trying to promote these games in a tough situation. So make sure you're following those guys on social media tonight, tomorrow night, and all the way through the rest of the tournament. And we will talk to you tomorrow.